0: Uh, I I guess yeah. we can start with introductions: who we are and what this podcast is.
1: Yeah, so I'm Luna, obviously. So, and you're the famous Allison, the one everyone knows on Twitter, the god of virtual reality. I'm Allison. Soon, Dear. soon to acquire VR. Soon to acquire VRChat. That
0: is true. <laughs> and Meta, and they, and and Vivers. <laughs>
1: I forgot that was a thing. Actually, not gonna lie. I really forgot that. I really forgot that was a thing.
0: (laughs) Anyway, this is MetaVent. This is a podcast where these two idiots will ramble (laughs) for eh, a half hour, maybe an hour at most, about everything and everything VR and AR related. And on this episode, we are doing avatars. So, t- tell me, Luna, what do you think an avatar is? I need you to give me a definition in five sentences or less. Five sentences or less?
1: Yeah, anyway. But I think avatars yes. just, in general, are, like, a source of embodiment, right? Because usually it's just a virtual character. But in, like, VR, it's more than that. I'd say it's a source of embodiment, a source of self-expression, what someone wants to present themselves as in this new space or what they're inhabiting in vr you know because previously i'd say avatars were more just a character that you control but now like with the headset on with the track controllers with the six dof environment it's it's definitely like what you are embodying
0: Mm, yeah i i agree with that because uh in previous games like pancake games right when you embody an avatar you're just controlling a camera Essentially, like you, do, you don't get much immersion into it, as some would say. But in in like the sixth off environment, I feel like you really get to know yourself as what your avatar presents as. Like for this instance, I can present as much taller than I normally am, IRL, and others can present as whatever they want right like different genders different whatever
1: i mean yeah same like i'm not a short demon girl IRL, right but i can be in vr and that's kind of the whole thing like you could (laughs) do you can do that in like a, a flat screen game or a flat screen experience and it's still kind of the same sense of embodiment but it's not you're not that character you're controlling a camera and you're providing inputs to this other character this is more like you're just piloting a second body in a way in a lot of ways that vr experiences position it, for better or worse and that's i think
0: it's obviously for the better because that's
1: you know more ways to be you
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a interesting thing that you brought up having a second body essentially because when when i'm in my avatar when i'm in my main avatar at least i really don't feel like i'm like using my real life body you know what i mean like it it feels like an out-of-body experience sometimes especially when you're like fully immersed in the uh in the situation you're in if it's like a conversation or whatever just expressing yourself like that it it, it doesn't feel like you It, it feels like someone else like controlling someone entirely
1: yeah like i think that's for me especially with um like face tracking and stuff that's kind of opened my eyes to that where like when I can look in the mirror, I definitely feel more connected to the Avatar. Because it's one thing to look at, like, the simulated motions of the Avatar. Like, the eyes. It's like... I can't even pronounce it. The scades. The, um, the movements of the mouth. All that sort of stuff. It, it's close. But, like, when you actually have the tracked element of it, it definitely feels like you're actually, like, more embodied to it. And it's definitely... There's going to be more of that as, like, the technology progresses, too. And some people, I think... Mm-hmm will end up, and there's already some people who feel better as their avatars, but I think that's going to become more prevalent. Like, people put more value on their avatars than like, them, their real selves. And that's kind of like, even like, with the flat screen side, that's what games like Fortnite and Roblox make so much money off of, right? Like, you just spend a shit ton of money on mm-hmm. your virtual self, and people value that more, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, i uh, because I've, I've per- like, personally, I've spent so much money on, like, apex legends just trying to get the specific skin for the specific character right and when i got that like i really felt like that that was my character but in in reality like i'm not i'm not controlling them this isn't me this is just an outfit like put on this character and now i'm playing as them but i can't even see what i'm wearing or uh what i can really do with that outfit since it's literally just a skin that's why it's called a skin you're putting another coat of paint on that uh, on that character right but no in in vr it's different it's uh, like you're building something from the ground up here which is an entirely different person
1: yeah, and I think that that's kind of where my interest in, like, avatars and stuff comes in, too, is that, like, so, like, one of the games I've spent the most time playing in my life is Destiny, right? And Destiny's a first-person MMO. But a lot of that time, me playing, like, putting the thousands and thousands of hours in was just for completely arbitrary shit. Like, yep, I want that hoodie for my character, that that, cl- that cloak, because that looks really cool. But I'm never gonna see that, because it's a first-person game, and I can't see the cloak over my character's head on in first-person. And that's kind of where I've always thought, like, this is really cool, but VR is pro- like actually embodying that character. Like back then, like when PlayStation VR and Rift were getting their hype, I was like, that's probably gonna be like the next step mm-hmm. for these sorts of experiences, you know? Because that, like, you can already see it. And you can already see that. Like, that's what the VR chat economy is with Boof avatars and stuff. That's what Meta's trying to do with their avatar store beta and other things like that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting that you bring up the avatar or sorry, the VR chat economy, because it's quite interesting to me, like how people like over time, gradually, that they've essentially made their own kind of like marketplace for avatars, because this is similar to, let's say it's similar to like TF2, right, where you can trade hats and trade items but in this instance you're just buying them you're not trading anything and when you buy that that is yours like nobody can take that away from you unless you know the file gets deleted or whatever the avatar it's wiped off and can't be updated anymore it's uh it's 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 a new market like this hasn't been done before unless you Well, unless they're comparing it to, like, real life, of course, where you actually own the thing.
1: That's the thing, too. Like, it's... That's kind of the novel thing. Like, barring copyright and all the other stuff, the closest thing to, like, the Avatar economy is real life, right? And even, like, when you look at, like, Mm -hmm. comparisons with, like, Fortnite and stuff like that, that's what they're banking on, like, being a moneymaker and being real life. And, I mean, even, like, with VRChat, you see, like, there's, like, really specific people on booth who are like known as like luxury designers who sell like 300 hundred dollar avatars people will buy them because they're yeah they have that reputation brought up as being a luxury designer you know what i mean and that's that's kind of where you look yeah at...
0: like the reputation part I, i've had friends where they exclusively buy avatars from these very high like popular uh booth makers and gumroad makers and yeah and that's holy shit not even gonna cut dude, off, these are like, some really good avatars. like this avatar
1: right like this cam cam made this avatar cam's remy which i also own that's the top like item on gumroad like that's the like best selling item on, on like all of gumroad right so it's kind of like that's that's definitely reputation like every time cam publishes something people are going to look at that and expect a certain level of quality from it and i think that that's kind that's what i mean like that's always gonna be a, a mainstay of the gumroad VRChat chat avatars and there's there's a lot of that more of that on booth for sure like there's there's people who are you and i see it a mm-hmm. lot like especially from the japanese community like people will have these real they'll hype it up they'll have like a launch date they'll have like a launch set up and then they'll sell the avatar and then people will go for it you know so people even yeah, pre- so some, some, some
0: even have like limited periods right yeah like, like, have, limited, like limited periods period where you can buy the pre-order.
1: avatar yeah and they'll just sell it out and like sometimes even like there's been at least in the past like the virtual markets and stuff they'll sometimes have companies jump into But, like it's like i said the like you said the closest thing is real life like you have this sort of luxury economy to like from the bottom to the
0: top you know so. yeah that that oh god that 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 brings me to an important question like what like th- this is slowly building up into like a Much bigger thing, right? Like right now, we have these small artists, and they have very big reps. What happens when, like, these turn into like big ass businesses, businesses like like Gucci or Versace or like well known like luxury brands, and then that's like a whole different thing entirely for avatars in the future. Like, I'm I'm curious where that's gonna bring us.
1: See, I think about like the long term of that, like with. I guess as AR VR continues to grow and becomes more a part of more people's lives, I think there are going to be people who are just known as creating some of the best things like like and there's obviously like, like you know like we're saying there's already that inside of what VR is now, but once you have like stuff like super lightweight headsets, AR glasses, people are just gonna buy that shit up they're gonna want that they're gonna want avatars, they're gonna want assets they're gonna want all mm-hmm. of it you know and they're gonna want to be able to take it anywhere they go. And so, and like obviously, there's gonna need there's gonna be roadblocks along the way, of like getting like deciding who owns what and all that sort of stuff. But people are gonna get like fairly, I guess not to say rich, but sustainable off of it, you know, as they probably already are in a lot of cases.
0: Yeah, my money's a, money is a my money a very big factor in this. Like, it's a very big deciding factor, at least, on I mean, whether or not. Like this is like a profitable thing, like like right now it kind of is already, isn't? Like every day, people are buying avatars, people are buying outfits to put on those avatars, but there's not enough people to warrant like like a global thing, like an actual like business thing, right?
1: Yeah, and I think. I think that that's kind of the scaling thing, right? Because VR chats themselves have even talked about like having a creator economy and stuff in the long term, like to actually like feed back money into the platform. So I think like as things scale, it's gonna make more sense for it to be more of a infrastructure based thing. And like you'll still have those same creators, but it will as and it's I think it's a natural progression too. Like I don't think VR needs to do any specific things or AR needs to do any specific things. Like eventually, people are just going to want the content as more people get um, these devices and access to this technology, mm-hmm. you know, and that it, I mean again like the mm-hmm. amount that it scales will be relative depending on how much money is spent, but it's still going to scale. You know, people want people want that. People clearly want that, and that was the whole reason. Like if you go back to, um, just like I was saying, like rambling about like flat screen games, that was the whole reason. Like Epic acquired Sketchfab like a year or two ago because Epic wants the ability for people just to have 3D assets anywhere once the time we have AR and VR devices become more widespread people are going to people will value that just having 3D assets that can go anywhere you know
0: actually with 3D assets uh, here here's a problem that like pretty much every social VR game encounters right like the actual like avatars themselves like every game Pretty much has a different system vr chat neos has unity uh helios has unreal engine yeah engine meta has meta what, what meta is whatever it's doing Meta's and, like and, unity and, yeah, with their own and, weird thing <laughs> but yeah i'm pretty sure they're using their own like modified engine of unity but that's a different topic entirely <laughs> and oh god what was that other social vr thing I, I forgot the name but they it's they a were <laughs> using thing. yeah there there's a lot of social games out there and like the main problem is we don't have like one consistent like avatar system right unless unless we're talking about like ready player me but that's just a creator for avatars yeah and that's we don't have like one thing
1: yeah, ownership aside, I think that's kind of what goes into, like, my ideal sort of thing. Especially when you think about, like, the types of avatars and, like, the mini-sources you can get them, right? Because I-, I feel like eventually people are going to want, like, an avatar wallet or an avatar portfolio. They can just hook into any app, and it should work relatively fine. Obviously, that's, like, more work, like, easier said than done. But that's going to be probably what people are going to desire, right? Because I should be be able to make take, like, a Vroid model I made. Because Vroid's a really fun app, and then you can make really quick 3D models, oh, for yeah, other stuff. and you should be able to take a Vroid model, throw that in this this centralized wallet, and then take your Booth model and take your Gumroad model, and just be able to throw that in between apps. And obviously, you'd have limited compatibility, <laughs> in, um, in certain apps. But I think that's something people are gonna desire, regardless. You know, like, and it's kind yeah. of like think,
0: yeah, like this is why, this is why we have VRM already, right? because yeah. VR- VRM somewhat works. It yeah, works VRM with is Live. really it VRM with... is so close to like hitting that
1: like universal standard. Like it, it's really close. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I wish someone would like take that and just like scale it like to where it needs to be because it, it's it's so like it's almost there. Like when I look at VRM and I look at like how um some of Vroid and that whole system is set up to with that file format, it's really close because there's no reason you can't just take a Vroid model like on your PC and then put it like on a different device and then put it in AR and it, it will it works. You can still transfer it pretty seamlessly. And that's that's kind of the magic of what I think it needs to be in the long term for people to have these different types of avatars and stuff. And I mean, copyright aside, people mm-hmm. are like I said people are still going to desire that people want to take these embodiments, these identities mm-hmm. anywhere they go, you know.
0: Mhm. Like my problem with VRM, like personally speaking, like I was, one day I was exporting my previous model pack into Live, and like, well, the, the hands weren't working, and then the limbs weren't working, and then everything, everything just kind of broke. I like I think I think the main problem with it is ease of use for one because I barely read any documentation on it, and it just kind of fell apart on me trying to learn how to use VRM models. So I I just I just stuck to VR chat.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was like saying, like where it's really close. Cause VRM has the basic functionality that you'd expect of like a universal
0: yeah, it has avatar potential.
1: program. But then when you think about like get into the nitty gritty of it, there's a lot of user side tweaking that needs to happen in order for it to function in the way that you'd expect. Which you know, I like it's still early, and but I think that's kind of the template I I hope that we start to follow, at least as we go forward. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And I also yeah, like as, that's yeah. kind of where avatars get weird because like when you start hearing about like, like all the rumors, not rumors, but like stuff Meta showed off like the photorealistic avatars, and like the rumors with Apple in their like point cloud avatars for their eventual headset. Eventually, people are gonna want to have like an array of them their real selves with the 3D representations of themselves all in one place. Like They're going to want to be able to do that on the fly. Eventually. like That's eventually what people are going to desire. They're going to say, yep, I'm going to start the day off in a video call as myself, and then and by the end of the day, I might be an anime girl. And People are going to want to be able to do that really seamlessly, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I, oh god, I hate to mention the movie, but Ready Player One, I love how <laughs> seamless they can change avatars. It's just so cool like the process. Like just click above bu- click of a button, instantly you're you're going from what, like fucking Johnny Son's <laughs> Yeah, and you then, get to- not Johnny Son's, so that's that's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> John Wick. John I meant John Wick. I meant John Wick. Not Johnny <laughs> Like like let's let's say John Wick, right? John Wick but a cyborg, and then now you're going from John Wick to Bocchi from Bocchi the Rock. Sorry, not Bocchi. Hitori from Bocci the Rock. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, very, very yeah I like. I see, I like Ready Player One for that.
1: Bone Lab comes really close to, like, kind of invoking that sort of feeling of, like, just swapping avatars on the fly, like a psychopath. Like, if that was, like, if Bone Lab's system was, like, the universal system, and I could also go into, like, the nitty gritty of building my avatar from the ground up, that, that would probably be. That, that would that would probably be the best, I think. Because you could just instantly swap. And I don't know how deep you've gotten into Neos at once, but, like, Neos allows you you can build your avatar. Like, you can take a base model into Neos. You can pull out, like, the pen tool. And you can just build the avatar, like, in Neos, like, using the Unity and, like, all the scripting and stuff. Like, all in Engine. Like, you can just build it in in the app without ever, like, opening up unity and then you can make like a copy of that avatar And then that version of the avatar will have all the edits you made and stuff
0: yeah i i think one of the like driving factors that scares people away from trying to make an avatar is how kind of hard it is really to get into it because uh if i remember correctly there's i think four main types of avatars that are like, currently widespread. Like, first of all, you got you got OC, right? You got OC avatars. Like, these are, these are the ones that, like, don't really fall into the next three categories. Then you have the pre-made avatars, which are, like, Booth or Gumroad. And then you have the ripped avatars, which people just kind of, like, rip out of games or whatever, and then just put it in, uh, just, like, export it as a file and then just put it in the game, upload it as an avatar, and then you have that, uh, and then I guess the e-girl slash e-boy avatar yeah. does fall into the OC category technically. I'm—I'll be honest, I'm—I'm I'm not really a big fan of those. Like, I bought one earlier. Sorry, not earlier. Late this late last year, and it's—it's uh, it's not really my thing. You know, I—I I just kept coming back to this one. I—I I I just didn't that. like the art style. I—it's—it's—it's like, it's, it's nice. Like, it's nice. Like this kind of avatar. Th- 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 this looks nice. Like. I I I vibe with it personally, but other kinds of like avatars in that kind of style, like not not, not really my thing. You know? Yeah, like, and I think that's I, that's. God, you the... really need a better name for it.
1: <laughs> that's the cultural thing too, because it's definitely like a it's like a spectrum, right? Like you start off on like this, like it it goes from like this almost cartoony sort of like state, and it's sort of like even like all the way down to, like the weird like Ready Player Me like sort of stuff, and then you start like extrapolating to like this half anime half more like design from scratch area and he did at the other end do a booth right and like i feel like like this avatar personally i feel like is somewhere in between like it has like some like it has like the anime eyes it has like the more semi-realistic like body features and stuff but it's not like completely either or mm-hmm. and I'm, like and that's i don't know like it's it's interesting because there's different people of different cultures will probably feel better about different ones like i feel like more western users will probably gravitate more towards avatars like this because they're more familiar and they but they also are animated and stylized but like meanwhile you'll probably have more eastern or asian users gravitate more towards boofy models like yours because they're more like that's sort of stuff you're more exposed to like more anime-esque sort of things right
0: Oh wait, no. This actually makes sense because you're 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 from the U.S. I'm from the Philippines. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it <laughs> this makes way, this it makes sense. Actually, <laughs> it makes perfect
1: sense, right? And my thing is, I don't like dislike yeah. any booth models either. Like if I if I found my kind of thing with booth models is I feel like getting the level of customization I want, I'd have to build buy a shit ton of assets, right? Like because I could totally like get us look similar to this one with um. A booth model, right? Like I totally just piecemeal my way to like a demon girl with like pink hair, and it would probably look pretty decent. But for me, this avatar right now I'm using is just the base model, and then like these ear attachments that I have, and that's pretty much it. Like I don't have anything else. And I also had the bat wings that I turned off. And so total, that's like just three assets. With a booth model, I'd probably be looking at like yeah,
0: I'm I'm ashamed. Fif- I'd be working at like I'm fifteen ashamed to admit <laughs> to even
1: get close.
0: So you know. Oh God, I'm I'm ashamed to admit how much money I've spent on birth. Jesus Christ, uh, it's about like two hundred and fifty dollars now. Holy shit! Yeah, because people just go at it. Well, like, uh, like so this, me like this alone Let's alone, grooves costed like what, $30. The cardigan costed me another 15 And then I have the other model with the jacket. That costed $25 out of my pocket. Like, oh my god. I, yeah, and this I, thing, like, for,
1: just for this model, it's like 40 right? Just the base model. And then, like, me adding the ears, I think the ears were maybe like $5, and the wings are like $5. So like, 50 total for this. But, like, it's kind of interesting, because you'll see different... On the Gumroad side of things, creators will kind of scale directly what they were. But I don't think I've ever seen like a Gumroad model more than, like, 80, because when you buy, like, with Gumroad avatars, they're usually bought with the intention of them being fully complete, you know, like, people aren't looking at them like they're gonna add more to them later on most of the time. They might do small edits over, like, I've done to this, like, with the ears, but usually when people buy them, they're saying, yep, this is gonna be the model I use. And that's that's a stark contrast Mm -hmm. to something like Booth. That's a stark contrast to Booth where people are Specifically buying them to like customize and add on to them over time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I th- I think that's the, like that that's the main difference. Like you buy a Gumroad avatars because you want them to be fully complete, or you commission someone to do that, right? And then yep. you buy Booth Avatar because you want to customize the hell of it. Because, like, take take Goose for example, right? Take my base model. I have seen so many avatars of her that it is unrecognizable anymore. Like I take one look at this one Twitter user's avatar collection of Druce and they they don't even look like this this base anymore because this keep in mind, this is the base here. This is the base body, but they made it so that it looks like they're from an entirely different base model. And like entirely and this is just with assets that they could, they bought from booth and other like, other stores. It, it's honestly kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the thing with the Gumroad thing is you see a lot of that too, but it's usually on the seller end of the, the, the spectrum rather than the consumer end of the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. So at Gumroad, you'll see someone selling a model, and then they'll have like the credits list, and they'll say, "I've got all of these assets from here," and they'll be selling this new model that could it's. Pretty, it's unrecognizable from what its original was, but like it's that end is being handled on the seller, the creator side, versus we're on booth, that's all being handled on the consumer side, and so it's kind of this, I guess, like I was saying, this dichotomy between buying something that's feature complete versus buying something that's user customizable. And some, I don't think either one is right or wrong because some people are going to prefer having something that jumps yeah, out at them as matter personal preference yeah, yeah like some people are gonna look at one and say yep that jumps out at me immediately i need that because i've even seen boof avatars that people like only just change the hair color and they're like yep i like that i like that looks like me and that that's all they'll do sometimes you know what i mean like i've, I've seen that pretty frequently and that's more power to them because that's how they choose to express themselves that's all the avatars are really about
0: I think a good comparison is like buying a car, like a luxury car. Well, yeah, a luxury like 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 a Rolls Royce Ghost versus <laughs> buying like an old, an old, an old like friggin i don't know that many cars <laughs> yeah i don't either uh, <laughs> I
1: get where you're going i don't need to do Hun- Hun- honda civic <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's say a honda civic right
0: like with the honda civic you can you can customize the hell out of the honda civic but with the Rolls Royce ghost you just kind of leave it be it's already perfect as is. Yeah. i think that's like a, a good comparison to it yeah, you're probably playing with, with a little boot, bit it's, it's it's a blank slate
1: yeah, and you're probably paying a little bit more for that Rolls Royce. Obviously, you're paying more, but I mean, like if it's your style and it's already Obviously. done, and it's it's your style that's already mm-hmm. done, then you're gonna stick with it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the, the paradigm, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of the unique thing. And I think as we go forward and as we see more like the this economy evolve with avatars, there'll probably be more flexibility in that manner because i could totally imagine like if vr chat does get an in-game creator economy like they've been talking about that you'll see both sides of it you'll see like people selling booth models and then also selling like assets for booth models and you also see people selling gumroad models with the with their kit like bases and their assets designed for other gumroad models You know, and so i think, I think that'll be fairly unique mm-hmm. to to watch when we do get to that point
0: I, I think it's interesting how Rec Room does it though, because uh with their shop, like you, you're in credits by playing games, you're in credits by just being there with your with the shop, and I don't want to talk about how much money you've spent on Rec Room, that's for a different <laughs> video. Uh anyway, you can just kind of let's grab anything, put it on, try it on for a few seconds, if you like it, you can buy it. And then <laughs> there you go, it's yours. I think that's a really cool thing that Rec Room does, personally speaking, because I I like my Rec Room avatar. I I, I miss it honestly. I I, I kind of miss being in Rec Room because of how good my avatar outfits looked. <laughs> That's literally the only see, reason why I stayed for a couple months playing that game.
1: See, Rec Room was really good at like keeping it simple but keeping it customizable, right? Like Rec Room's avatar is at current, they are they recently teased they're working on full body avatars and stuff. But Rec Room was really good at yeah. making their baseline really simple, and then letting the user just throw as much as they want onto it. And I think that that's cool. That's really cool, especially with how Room is structured to where you can just use that avatar on any platform you want to. So, like, people are... Yeah, I guess, it's... There's uniqueness in that, and I kind of even, like, that reminds me of, like, I wish, like, Meta would go in that direction, because Meta's, like, has this sort of semi- interesting system for the avatars, but they don't allow that level of flexibility. Like, their new avatar store and stuff has really cool assets, but the avatars still don't have lower bodies, and you still don't have you don't have that many apps to take them into, and you don't have that much customization of the items. Like, you can't change the colors in that stuff like that. You know. So, I, I, I guess that's kind of what that the trade-off me. is. Like, like I, I mean, not like to ramble too hard, but Chat is like the extreme, right? Like VRChat is the maximum amount of complexity and expression you can have with an avatar system, right? It's complex to build the avatars, it's complex to make the avatars, but you can have a lot of expression with that complexity. But, you know, Rec Room's kind of on the other side, where it's really simple, but you can also have a lot of customization in a lot of small ways. You know?
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's really, like, a spectrum to it. Like, it's either you're simple, like, you're extremely simple, or you are complex to the point that people struggle with your system. Like yeah, like yeah, you, re- exactly. you really. F- uh, there, 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 there's a. It's, it's a wide spectrum, and it's hard to be somewhere on the middle because you're either on one end or you're on the other end. There's, there, it, 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 It's hard to balance it out because, you, you know, avatar systems, how people make avatars, yeah. people will complain in Optimizing. one way or another because some people. <laughs> Optimize- we, let's get on that later let's get on that later let's hold that <laughs> thought but like people will complain about like your system oh no it's too simple I want more and then some people will complain oh no this is too hard I want it to be simpler and then when someone brings like a middle end like let's say the ready player me or uh, the, what was that earlier the VTuber creator yeah Vroid, oh, I forgot what V-Roid.
1: stuff like the you know like Vroid middle, yeah like, like sub-
0: stuff in the middle and now suddenly either of these are either too little or too much for the user. And now nobody's happy. Right. Like you got to pick one or the other and you got to pick who you want to be unhappy with. And it has to fit within what game you're trying to make. What yep. like system you are trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah. Like that's, which I eventually like, I said there's probably the solution is going to end up needing to be like this sort of avatar like wallet or portfolio system like we're in like and obviously, again, not every game will probably work with something like that. But, but the only way for people to really be happy with that level of expression in VR AR experiences is for people to be able to car- carry these representations of themselves wherever they want to.
0: Actually, I've been wondering, like, uh, on the topic of that, like, the problem with, like, people insisting they have their avatar in every single game that they play. Because, like, my problem, like, let's say, let's take, like, Onward for an example. Like, I feel like it would really be out of place to have an anime girl running around with a Mark 18 trying to shoot their way through the skill house.
1: See, and that's, like, the weird, like, metaverse that, that argument, though, games. right? Because, like, in a yeah, way, exactly. in a way, in a way, right? I'd probably, like, I'd be in favor of that. Like, I'd, I'd take it. I mean, like, shit, I mean, Fortnite already has the anime girls running around with shotguns. But there's also, like, a lot of people who are like, Damn, dude, you put a pink gun in my military shooter? What are you doing? Like, like, <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, you. Yeah, it's kind of that like that, fine that's, that's the
0: current like, Call of Duty audience, but know, it's like, like it's like reversed in the fact that like the Call of Duty audience. Oh no, I want more pink guns. I, I yeah, want more of this. Like, and then like there's yeah. the other side that goes, no, no, I don't want this. Keep keep this out of my Muslim shooter. Yeah, like there's like, there, there's yeah. different games for a different reason. Like come on, yeah, yeah. like I mean I'm on both sides of the spectrum. Like sometimes I just I just switch every time. It's like switching teams in the middle of a match. Yeah.
1: you know? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, in an ideal world, though, you'd be able to
1: take stuff anywhere with limits, right? Like, with reason, and even with, like, some apps you still might not want. And that's kind of what the the argument of, like, with, like, Meta and Apple working on, like, codec or photorealistic avatars, right? Like, you have a subset of people who, when they eventually do get into AR, VR, they're probably always going to want to look like something close to their real self. Like, not even, like, a cartoon. Like, they're going to want to look like a near photorealistic realistic version of their real self, and that—that's some people are gonna always want that, especially like the older audiences once they adopt this technology, and and the boomers, other pe- if you will, yeah, yeah, boomers, right, and other people are gonna be like, yep, I only want to be an anime girl. I'm only ever gonna want to be an anime girl, and I, I again, like, like you were saying, there are like two t- types of people in this world. Yeah.
0: the ones that want to be themselves and the ones that don't want to be themselves
1: (laughs) but then you also have people like me who are somewhere in between right because like eventually once we do get to that point where we have the full spectrum and i decide because eventually because i'm probably gonna end up like getting my mom a quest three for shits and giggles right and we're gonna see we're gonna see how she feels about that because she liked using my quest one in quest two so we'll see how that goes but eventually she would probably like The photo reel into the spectrum, but she knows I would probably always like showing up as like an anime girl or anime character, you know what I mean? So eventually there's gonna be Mm -hmm. this need for matching between different avatar styles, and there's gonna be this need for like, letting people appear wherever they want to however they want to, but again you're gonna want limits to that, because you're not gonna want, like you said, the whole Onward situation, I want someone to load into Onward as an anime girl, but, but like some people might want a different experience for that. You could have an anime girl shooter. People could just use their whatever avatars they want. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, I would kill for a shooter where I can dress up as an anime girl and, you know, get, get an ace every round. I think mean... just that good VR shooter <laughs> is mean... <clears throat> shameless plug. Same.
1: But, like, see, there's. There's market for that too, though. Like, like as VR expands, there's gonna be market for that. That's that's kind of the, the unique part is these of these sorts of things. Like, I don't think there's eventually going to be enough space to where nothing is right or really wrong as we keep going forward. And that's that's the fun thing about avatars in general is that people are going to always want that flexibility they're gonna want to wake up and say i maybe i don't want to be myself maybe i really just want to be a chipmunk and i want to experience vr at three feet tall for today maybe that's what i want to (laughs) do like that's that might be what someone wants to do you know
0: yeah yeah like there's really no right or wrong to it because it's all subjective like you, you you could be like you're at a 3d scan of your entire body for all i care and I'm cool with that. That's okay. You, do you. yeah, I'll just be sitting here, pretty with demon horns.
1: Yeah, and like some people are going to only want that. They're only going to want the real life version of themselves, and you're going to have people who only want the fictional representation of something. They might, have, and you're also going to have people who want somewhere in between, you know. But that—that's kind of the the evolution is like as we satisfy more of these things, you'll have more people being more comfortable, and you will also have more people being willing to spend investments in those avatars, right? And that goes back to the real-life shopping thing, right? Because you'll have, once we have photorealistic avatars, people are going to need clothes for those avatars. So you might have those actually, like, expensive brands. There's been some of this on, like, with Meta's avatar store experiment. You'll have, like, those expensive brands come in and say, okay, well, we'll just sell a version of this shirt for avatars. Why not? Five bucks. You know, like, (laughs) that sort of thing. And (laughs) but that's kind of, that's the unique thing is it it's gonna have this that like i said spectrum I, I is kind that's... of the theme spectrum is the theme of this because it's always going to be sliding back and forth depending on who you talk to and what like the trends are and that sort of thing
0: i, I think that's the magic of like vr in general like it, it's it's like just one big spectrum anyone can be anything and pretty much nobody cares like you can do whatever you want it's it's the virtual space man come on
1: yeah that's the thing too like there's no real rules in vr it's still kind of the it's not like i wouldn't say it's less of the wild west than it was a few years ago now now we have like these definitely have like a, a dedicated platform as far as like quest and some other things like pico and stuff like that but there's definitely like it's definitely just this sort of just don't be mean to each other don't like be an asshole as far as like VR goes, you can be whatever you want. In some ways, that's detrimental, but like being free in this space is for the benefit. Like in all ways, it kind of reminds me. Like I, again, like I'm like feel boomer when I say it, but in some ways, it reminds me like how AOL used to be. Like as like as a kid, like that was like my first experiences with the internet. Like no one really gave a shit what went on. They just did it. They just used it. They used the internet. They appe- they expressed themselves what they wanted to. And silly more mm-hmm. rules crept into place. I think VR is kind of gonna have more, get more structured as things go on, but I think that element of expression is gonna stay because, again, people want to embody what they want to embody. They want to explore the spaces they want to explore. You know?
0: Yeah, because because it's basically the internet again, like in its early days. Like we're still growing as like a whole thing. We don't we don't really know where we're going, but we're going somewhere yeah that's for sure
1: that's 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 the unique part about it like i said it's not quite as wild westy but it's definitely has that sort of vibe inside of the each individual community and there's still and i think that's kind of um the trend is going to be changed like over the next couple years like there's going to be these dramatic shifts right like i think um like the first shift again was like from just VR head-mounted displays, and then switching to 6 left controllers with um, Oculus Touch, PlayStation Move, and the Vive wands. Then after that, it was a shift to standalone VR with um, Quest 1 and 2. And I think the next shift we're going to see probably is going to be more about mixed reality and being able to seamlessly swap back in between worlds, right? And I think that's kind of been a unique thing for me as far as, like, with eye and face tracking goes. Like, I can go from looking in a virtual mirror and seeing my avatar reflect my movements a tapping pass through and just look glancing over and seeing my real mirror and my real body in like in in the span of a second right i think that's gonna as we see more um of that direction i think people are that's gonna actually boost avatars even more because people are going to have that ingrained as like being a extension of them
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that point. Like, avatars are, if not one of the biggest driving factors that VR has to offer right now, at least because you can't, you pretty much can't have a VR game without you know the player body, unless you're talking about like a single player game. Then that's completely irrelevant. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, l- l- how about we move on from that and let's complain about optimization like you want. The <laughs> oh boy so the main thing
1: with optimization i think is not it's less about like the creators and stuff but more about the fact that these platforms are kind of scaled beyond what we expect them to really scale to in terms of where they went and i'm not even saying like that's even the platform creators fault either because it's just everyone like we're saying before you can't really make everyone happy right because you can either be like and even like rec room right like rec room's not even come terribly well optimized it it works but it's not like per, as as well as you'd expect it to what how simple it is you know what i mean it's like that's kind of the weird thing with avatars across different platforms like vr chat in particular the limits are soft limits so people just go crazy right? people people just go like yep that's how i want my avatar to look i don't care and <laughs> they'll just upload it and that's again Actually, better let me or
0: worse. let me ask you this let me ask you this luna how many polygons you got right now? How many this polygons avatar
1: is in? probably is probably like three k, but I might have not checked. There's somewhere like it's. I had just two versions of it. We can check actually. Let's check. Let's peep
0: it, just yeah, let's, for let's my interest. Because I'm 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 at my I'm at I'm poor right now, which is reflecting my uh, economic state IRL actually. <laughs> this one is. Can I get
1: a two two hundred and 89k.
0: Jeez, I'm I'm yeah. sitting pretty, just below seventy thousand.
1: <laughs> that's kind of like I said. That's kind of the thing with like <laughs> optimization too. What we're saying with stylized stylizations, right? You tend to have, um, booth models and such be slightly better optimized, just because of the fact that they're. Slightly. Just slightly, just because of the fact that their art styles are always a bit less over the top, in terms of what they're trying to achieve. And, you know, that's, again, for better or worse, but it's, again, just a style, it's usually a preference thing, like stylization, you know. But that's optimization is weird in that manner, because, like, you might perceive that avatar as better, and then it's also just well-optimized as a, ben- as a benefit to you. Like, you're just like, yep, that's cool. And that's all that's like, you know.
0: I mean, the main problem for me with optimization is not optimizing... Sorry, not optimization itself, but just, like, the pain of trying to optimize an avatar. Because I really wish that I knew better how to properly optimize this specific... The specific avatar,
1: yeah, to request that...
0: compatible because I can do it. I can do it. I know I can do it because this is below seventy thousand, and it, it's possible. I just I'm too lazy. I don't have the mental capacity right now, and I can't be bothered.
1: That's a big thing too. Is like the 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 the, 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 the user side like skill necessary to like actively optimize avatars isn't very ideal. You know what I mean? Because you have to know what you're doing. That's kind of the other problem with optimization, and because especially in VR situation, avatars can be publicly shared. You know, a lot of these avatars that are floating around that are just unoptimized and will probably never be optimized because they've been ripped and reshared and then re-uploaded and a whole bunch of other stuff. They'll just they'll probably just never like see like being really optimized because that's just what the state of they, them are. And that's you know that can't really be helped at all. <laughs> because they they've been they're in circulation now. It's yeah. like it's like a drug. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. now speaking of rippers. I I want to go on a little bit of a tangent, just a little bit, yeah, go for to it. complain go about, for about it. the horrible group known as Avatar rippers. Because <laughs> for those that are listening that don't know, Avatar ripping is a practice where you take an avatar, you run it through some you you see it, right? You run it through some kind of mod or program. I don't know how they do it these days ever since the EAC implementation. But essentially they take the avatar directly from VRChat. They take the files, they build it up from the ground up, and now your avatar is suddenly theirs, even if it's private. Now with public avatars, they're much more vulnerable because you can just access them directly. You can clone them, right? With private avatars... Because they're just public, yeah. With private avatars—it's—it's it, it's been a problem in as of recent. Well, not as of recent. Technically, it's been about a year or so ever since it was a, truly a enormous problem. But ever since the AC ban, it's dwindled down just a little bit. But I still get my avatars ripped ever so often. I check the website. I'm not going to say the website's name because, well, for one, I kind of forgot. And for two, I'm not going to advertise these piece of shits on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So let's just keep it at that. But there is this one website where you can view ripped avatars. I check it every so often to check if my avatars have been ripped. And so far, every single one that I've ever used in the public lobby has more or less been taken away from me and, you know, used by someone else. And me personally, this 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 disgusts me mildly infuriated because it it sucks knowing that someone yes. out there can use my model terrible. without my permission. It's terrible. But even more so for like these artists that work really 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 hard on their models, because I know of this one artist. They're a really good friend of mine. Every single avatar that they've ever made, every single commission that they've uploaded, even as like a test, just a test, and then they just like private it just a little bit later so that you know the client can actually get their avatar it's been ripped like every single one that they use has been ripped and it sucks because this person's commissions they go upwards of like hundreds of dollars and they make really damn good avatars yeah that's and kind these of the people like, can just take away the economy aspect of it sucks the most
1: because the that's money like they're not that's money they're losing ultimately you know what I mean and that's Again, exactly. like that's kind of what I was saying before. There, there's kind of this. Eventually, when these like economies, like as they scale, people are gonna want, like I guess they want. They're gonna need a balance between ownership and also organization and structure. Like people are going to need to have this. The sellers are gonna need to know that their stuff isn't just going to be floating around and their hard work isn't gonna pay off. And the buyers need to know that their mm-hmm. stuff is going to remain their stuff and isn't going to, you know, get ripped or leaked or whatever you want to call it because that's not again that's just not viable like in the like as far as a healthy ecosystem goes vrchat implementing eac was probably because the problem is uh, vrchat implementing eac was probably one of the better bets in terms of just trying to minimize where things are going i mean obviously you can argue like that's it's been circumvented in some ways but like it's stuff like that needed to happen in order for progress that's a very
0: I, I, I think, like, stuff <laughs> like that... There's a lot of angry people out I, there.
1: And I think they should be angry. You know, they should be angry about, like, these those things happen. But I think, like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, VR is really is this sort of medium of change. Like, it's, it's gonna have these big, like, shifts happen, both on a hardware level and on a software level and on an individual app level. Like, these things are gonna keep shifting in different directions. And some people aren't gonna be okay with that. And that's kind of where, eventually, we're just gonna need to adapt and get over it you know what i mean i'm not saying that people again people should have people have a right to be mad obviously especially with eac and how it affected us accessibility features people have a, definitely have a right to be mad but those sorts of things are going to probably common. oh yeah more of common. course i've i've read about that it's like i was saying like it's kind of that transition between the wild west to like a more structured thing in order to have these better and bigger economies especially in regards to avatars that structure has to be in place and it's not again it's not going to be completely locked down but i think there still needs to be the semblance of can the seller trust that their work is protected can the buyer trust that they're going to keep the things they bought and they're not going to get leaked like like that's that needs that whole like feedback needs to exist
0: yeah, I mean, like one of the good aspects about VR is that it's mostly decentralized. So, in in theory, someone could make as a, like as like a system where if it detects that this user isn't actually like is like distributing this avatar, then maybe they could stop it. But this is just helpful thinking for me, and I'm really not that good of a thinker. Myself, <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave yeah, that one to someone else to think, think of. But it's an idea. It's an idea.
1: There's definitely going to be systems in the long term I think and this is like me just thinking off into like probably like 10 like later this decade, right? I think in the long term there's going to be systems where people have I guess authenticity for their avatars and I I mean that both for both like realistic avatars and like just like general mod 3D models like you buy on Booth and Gumroad. People are go- like people are going to want to know that they own that avatar. And I'm I'm a betting that in the form of like like future meta and apple headsets and like the realistic avatars are probably gonna be like I face tracking authentication. It's probably be like yep, to use this avatar, you have to have this coded to your iron face and that's how you unlock that avatar to equip it and that eventually will the rest of the VR industry adopt that who knows right but in the long term, I think that there's going to be this that authentication element ex- present elsewhere like people want to know that they are. The owner of that avatar, the rightful purchaser of it, even if it's like a copy of another avatar, people there's gonna need to be that connection between
0: them. So I, I think I think the the word you're looking for is NFTs. Like I don't <laughs> not I don't know too much not, about it. Not
1: definitely not, so MFTs. I can't really, like,
0: definitely not I'm much just saying about like it, the but... I'm more
1: just talking about protected assets more than anything in terms of because I think. I think what like NFTs is that they are hey, that's that's a better word. Yeah, that's a better. NFTs word. are interesting because they ha- that's a potential application of them. But the problem with NFTs, and NFTs is where they were and where they kind of are now are mostly just gimmicky, right? You could use that as an application of yeah. NFTs, but I think you'd probably be better off just having user protected assets versus, you know, digital currency or digital items eventually you could see that type of stuff be nfts but i still think nfts right now are just kind of just just get rich quick gimmick and right now that's not really helpful to anyone
0: so yeah I, i i agree with you on that point but like the concept of like the protected asset where only the owner can use that asset or only the client can use that asset I I really wish there was a better system. Like soon. Like hopefully, I know someone's gonna come up with it. Uh, unless you know, World War Three starts, then they're probably <laughs> not gonna be here to start that. But
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's, it's hopefully anyway. Anyway, uh, let, let's segue this into Avatar Search. Let's talk about Avatar Search or lack thereof of Avatar Search. Because that's one thing that's been requested by a lot of people for me to talk about with you here. So,
1: I guess in terms of VR chat, I guess I'm kind of, I'm weirdly against. I think I'm against avatar search just barely. Not like hard against it, but I think avatars are kind of a draw for people to explore virtual worlds in the sense of VR chat. Like it, it's kind of like like that's a mm. that that pulls people around VRChat. chat. And I feel like being able to search just any avatar at once and just do it whenever you want is kind of. I think that'd be almost detrimental, right? Like, because I'm just—I think of all the times like I've just gotten yeah. on VR chat with a group of friends and just said, "Dude, they are just gonna go fucking world hop and look at avatars and mirrors, and we'll do that. We do it for like three hours straight, and just have fun with it." I mean, like, I being able to global have a global avatar search kind of takes it away, and I, I don't. I don't know if I mean we wouldn't know until it actually like ships but I feel like you're almost losing something with what VR chat is by doing that I don't know it's kind of it's kind of yeah. weird
0: Yeah no it it's a battle between like uh what's the word the battle between uh the convenience versus the novelty of going out to world searching for that one perfect true love sorry that one perfect avatar that you really really want and would love to have well love to use as your own
1: and like sometimes i think about it like i'm like i it'd be nice if you could search um Avatar authors better, like not like. And I'm obviously you can search like authors right now, like world authors and like users. But it'd be kind of nice if you could have like people like designate themselves if they wanted to, as like an avatar author, and then have like their avatar library in a search that way. But it should be like voluntary, like it shouldn't uh-huh. be just automatically every avatar in the entirety of the game is searchable. Because like again, I think you can lose things. Oh, yeah, so totally. I think I'm so I think I'm anti like global avatar search, but I'm pro like this user makes avatars and they want anyone to be able to see them. Just like how you can go to someone's profile and see every world they've made, you should be able to go to their profile and see every avatar they've made and just pull it right there. Like, that should should be a thing. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, my main problem with avatar hunting, at least, is... Like actually finding the worlds itself because like keep in mind some of these worlds like the avatars they're just hiding in them you know they're, they're like these really good avatars are yeah, hiding in these worlds that's... that i can't search because of how they're named and how they're yeah, tagged yeah, yeah. that's like insane. some like, don't give... have tags
1: creators like... should have more agency over how they want to like display that basically like, they should be able to say like yep i want these avatars to be found yeah. you can find them on my profile hell you can even take that a level deeper and like if you're in the world you can see all the avatars located in that world, like, if you, if you really wanted it to be that way, too, you know.
0: But I that's... Uh, no, what I think VRChat should do, like, instead of having... You know how in the worlds section there's an avatars tab? Or, like, sorry, an avatar worlds tab? Mm-hmm. The way that tab works, as far as I'm aware, is that it just takes... If the tag, like, the like actual tag of the world has avatar in the name, or the name of the world has avatar in the name, then it just adds that to that list, right? But I think how they should do it is that they should have like a dedicated like check mark where when you upload a world, you can check that little box and mark that world as a dedicated avatar world where you can find avatars in. I think that's what VRChat should do personally. Yeah. And then from there so if, if the user wanted to, the
1: creator wanted to, you could also just have, then it could be like, yep, display all avatars in this world on the world page. And then when the person goes there They can just see all the avatars there, and they don't really have. They can still look around and explore the world because they're obviously gonna look in the mirrors, but it makes it less cumbersome to get to those avatars. And then you can. Then again, if you have creators who aren't in favor of that. They can just leave it how it is now, and people can just stumble upon their world and stumble upon cool avatars, and that's how they can keep it if they want. And I'm just because I mean, you, you have like creators who have like mm-hmm. puzzles in their worlds to get certain avatars and stuff too. That's kind of cool too. Like sometimes I like behind the. Yeah, that, that's code. cool. Like you though. Know, yeah. uh... Sometimes I'm like behind the Discord. What's that is, like, a one world called thing.
0: with the crabs? I've seen a lot. Like <laughs> the one world with the crabs. One. Oh, that was. Hold on, let about. me let me let me look at it one second. I feel like I know what you're you, talking. You know what I'm talking about. I, spirits of the sea, spirits oh, of the sea. Yeah, for sure. Like you have to earn like the coins and stuff so that you can unlock, or sorry, you can buy the avatar itself using the yeah, coins like, that you, like find like, through that the world. stuff. That, is I think crazy. that's really cool.
1: Like that. That's the
0: stuff that like so cool. like for
1: sure. Like there should not be a global avatar search because that would ruin stuff like that. Where it's like, yep, you could. There's this whole yeah. like mini like quests to go on in this world versus just searching it so you know Mm
0: -hmm. and then like i think some worlds like i've gone to a few worlds where uh you have to like where you when you play the game right and then if you like get a high score in the game or if you finish the game you get the avatar and i think this is really cool because there's a reward for the task that you're doing and the reward is the avatar
1: yeah, yeah, like I, I don't know. That's again, that's probably the biggest argument against little avatar search for me is like keeping that discoverability. The discoverability from going just mm-hmm. searching worlds with friends to just actually having these cool like quests and stuff to get the avatars. You know.
0: Actually you just gave me a amazing idea. So you know how Roblox does these like promo events where like if you do something in a game, you get this one little thing for, or like you get this like this one little thing for your, uh, for your avatar, right? Like it's a yeah. shirt or whatever when you participate in the game or the event. Yeah. What if like in, in 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 like VR in a few years time, if you do like a certain challenge in one game, let's say uh, let's take Population One as an example. Let's let's use this as a, a devil's advocate. Population one, let's say you get like 20 kills with the SMG or win five matches with this one specific weapon. When you complete those challenges, what if you obtain an avatar in VR chat after you complete see, those challenges? I think of, that see, would be a that's cool concept. That's kind of
1: what I was rambling about with like the meta avatar store they've been testing, like right now, right? It's still obviously really like work in progress, but like in the avatar store, they have like parts for avatars for specific games like they had like um like golf plus right like that the like quest golfing game everyone plays like they had like an like an avatar like out like outfit sets for that and you can take that and equip it and then take it into other games that have meta avatars so you could be like repping golf plus in like what i don't know there's like a, there's quite a few meta avatar games like that bowling game people also play like there's there's a lot of things So like that sort of oh, thing
0: good. uh poker vr yeah, like Poker that stars. too. Like,
1: that's a third one. That's another one, right? Like you, so you could be taking that golf plus rep into the Poker Stars. So I think like that's a great idea long term, like having these cross compatible items. Because I totally, totally take like yeah. a challenge in one game and take that. <laughs> but I mean, like shit. I mean, I play Valorant, right? So I, <laughs> I sure as hell like if VR, like if Onward that's had so like. Good like shit if onward if i could unlock like a plate carrier from onward and like throw it on my vr chat avatar like i I'd, I'd like i'd do it you know what i mean like that that'd, that'd be i
0: thought i thought what you were going to say is that if if i if i get enough kills with this one vandal skin in valorant i unlock the vandal skin <laughs> for the ak12 in onward <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh god please no see, that's no the, see, I don't that's the want metaverse that skin
1: that's the most. Yeah, I, I just got just uh, got eye okay. on the vandals. In tonight, a few years' way, time, we'll see topic. that. But anyway, uh, oh my
0: god, don't I bring think, that into here.
1: I think I think that's cool though, right? Like if I could do that, like I could go into Onward and like do a challenge yeah. and I like get like a plate carrier. And if um, you probably I don't know if you ever heard about PlayStation Home, right? That was a thing back in the day. It was kind of like Second Life and stuff like that. PlayStation Home had a really similar like sort of system where you'd like just have like, avatar merch from different PlayStation, or merch from PlayStation games, and you could equip it, and then that avatar would just go around PlayStation Home with that avatar item, and obviously PlayStation Home was, like, a siloed-off thing, but you still had, like, this interconnectivity with the intellectual property and stuff like that, and you know it gets into copyright issues and stuff, but, like, copyright aside, that's cool, if you can get those, like, partnerships and, like, those avatars, that's kind of what Fortnite has been building up solely, but Fortnite still is still just Fortnite. That's kind of my big problem with it. Like I spent money on Fortnite, but my big problem with Fortnite is the only thing you do with your avatar is Fortnite. Fortnite is is that you is you kill people, right? Like you only just kill people. You have all these cool like yeah. items and stuff. You kill people. They have social worlds in Fortnite. They have the creative worlds and stuff. People don't really people play it, but they don't like really interact with it in the same
0: way that you'd expect. The, the, there's just not with. much to do because yeah. like the like the base game is battle royale, right? Yeah, like, like most that's... I've seen from Creative Worlds or like the custom game modes.
1: Yeah, like you'll see people create more stuff in like Roblox or Minecraft and hang out in those in a social way, than you would in Fortnite. I'm not like minimizing what people create in Fortnite because I've they seen some really crazy stuff. But that's cool. when someone boots up Fortnite, they say, "I want to kill people as as an anime girl. I want to kill people as Darth Vader." You know what I'm saying? Like that—that's the—that's the draw of Fortnite. <laughs> So eventually, I think that, that's the, I think gap that really... needs to, that's the gap that needs to be bridged. Like, taking that intellectual property from this primary combat game to more social, more embodied, more practical experiences. You know?
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting how, like, a lot of people in the VR space, at least, like, compare the metaverse. I hate using that word to <laughs> Fortnite I do a because lot Fortnite those. does does like avatars and stuff really really well. Like they've built this like system that does stuff. Yeah, really nicely. It's weird. And, so like I I'm don't jealous.
1: even like I don't even like compare it to Fortnite because I feel like Fortnite's kind of also its own thing. But like it's weird because Fortnite also has to, is Fortnite's foundation holds its back the most. I feel right because Fortnite doesn't have a foundation that supports what people would want in a more metaverse type experience. Fortnite, like we were saying before, at its core, is a battle Royale game. And you have all these cool, like, little concerts and social stuff, but it's not frequent enough that people would really invest into it. Like, people aren't gonna spend mm-hmm. money on Fortnite avatars just to go to concerts. They're not. Because those concerts are few and far between. So eventually, Fortnite's gonna have yeah, to... Yeah, whereas in VR
0: chat, people will spend $500 yeah, on an avatar, and exactly. then another $50 for exactly. a concert.
1: That's that's the, that's the, diff- it's that's like the difference. It's
0: like a whole like reversal.
1: Yeah, it's the reversal. Like someone will spend money on a Fortnite avatar to kill people, and then they'll go, "Okay, actually, this concert's kind of cool," and they'll go to the concert. And that's kind of the inverse. Like, and then
0: they'll forget about it two weeks later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's it. It. I don't think either one is better than the other, but I think as things progress, the gap needs to be bridged between both systems for it to actually work. You know what I mean? Because like I. I There's, there's, like, I've, even, like, just me playing Fortnite with friends, like, I'll have friends who look at, like, avatars and skins and Fortnite items and stuff, they say, damn, I really want to get that, but I don't like Fortnite, and I'm like, damn, (laughs) and I'm like, that sucks. (laughs) So it's like...
0: Yeah, I agree. So like like i was in i was into fortnite many many moons ago i i fell i fell off plus L plus ratio Oh my God. it was nice being there for a while but yeah that's a it's know, a once a month Fortnite's it's a fortnite. once a
1: month thing for me for sure i'd say it's not really like a all the time thing but i, I still yeah. like it and that's kind of thing too is like i have an avatar in fortnite that's kind of similar to this one it's like a demon girl avatar you know that's kind of my vibe so it's like it's I still feel Demon somewhat connected. One. No, I am... Um, what's it called? Desdemona, that's who I run. But, like, I think there's... Oh, Desdemona, okay. I think there's this... There's a connection on that level, but it's also, like, still its own experience. I can't take Desdemona anywhere else other than Bone Lab, because Bone Lab is cool like that. But, but you know. <laughs> right
0: well i think, we can, well, I we think that we? about wraps we'll wrap it up. up for now Ramble, yeah we've with we, the hour mark we've <laughs> we we can... rambled for enough <laughs> yeah
1: we've hit the timeline
0: well there, there there goes avatars for all of you listening there's two idiots that love avatars too much i think do you love definitely avatars too i love defi- avatars. Definite, I, definitely definitely too the much the movie avatar Oh I think my it's god! A good movie. I think the new one's pretty good. I mean with the Airbender, right? You know, all, all blue. <laughs> oh yeah, the one with the the one with the Airbender, right? 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 Sorry, sorry. They're they're, they're both they they both have blue. Sorry, I I couldn't I I couldn't differentiate. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of TikTok memes about that. Just... <laughs> oh, shut oh my up. oh
1: god! I need help.